with Donna and Steve, our very good friend, DJ Rock Lobster. For all the Dawn heads out there, she'll be back tomorrow, I think. Yes. I thought she was back today. Wow, good for those guys. Getting Disney with it. Yes. Quick. Oh, sorry about that. I'll turn my button on button now. Um, hey, Bobby. Uh, they did it right, too, because they left after the morning show last Thursday. We did the Project Down and Dirty announcement. Construction, by the way. We're going to be at Extreme Sandbox. And then they got on a plane. After that, they were they were in Disney that night, which I just think is so cool. I just love... I like the idea of travel. When, you, when you've done something that day, like had lunch and a meeting in Minneapolis... And then you get on a flight, and then you have dinner and a show in L.A. Like Modern travel is just fascinating when there are multiple things being done in the same day. And they did that, and I'm proud of them. Here's what I'm disappointed in. Dawn was answering work emails at Epcot China. Oh, jeez. Like, Dawn, get off the phone. Enjoy Epcot China. Yeah. I don't even check my email when I walk out the door here. I don't know what's happening till the next day. Yeah, she... Uh, I'm very bad about that on the weekends. Terrible. No, it's good. Don't check it on the weekend. Our show is Monday through Friday. This is the glory. Listen, we need to be thankful. Thank Not you. only that we have a job in radio, which we love, but that we have the 9 to noon show. If it was the morning show, maybe you feel that pressure to, I don't know, to keep up on things more. Got to check my email. We fly below You're the right. radar. So does Cobra. We don't want to be low J. We don't want to be J and A. We want to be D and S. Okay. Do I have your vote? Yes, you got my vote. <laughs> Thank mm. you. Um. Okay. You and I, both of us, we screwed up. We didn't know Saturday Night Live started this weekend. I literally deleted it yesterday from my uh, DVR, whatever you call it. Because you just thought rerun? Yeah. There were two SNL episodes, and I went, okay, these are old. This doesn't start until, like, the 23rd, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, I was wrong. I had somebody send me an Instagram message over the weekend. Steve, Owen Wilson is going to be hosting SNL. You should watch. And I was like, yeah, I think he is one of the first four hosts. Wow. And then, come to find out, it happened. It already premiered. It premiered this weekend. So um, I found a little DJ Rock Lobster. If you have a little Owen Wilson, he did about a four and a half minute monologue. Um, and it started out cute. Two of his brothers were there. I guess his two brothers. So he has Luke Wilson and then like the third Manning brother. Dave Wilson. Sure. And uh, But anyway, here's a little bit of his monologue, which I listened to the whole thing. And I thought he did a really nice job. But listen, I am excited to be here doing something live. I mean, this is what musicians talk about, where you get that instant feedback from the crowd. Because, of course, you know, when you do a movie, you do it, and you wait a year to hear how you did. But that's not the case tonight. Reviews will be coming in immediately. People are probably (laughs) tweeting reviews right now. And I know they say don't read reviews, or they actually, they say, if you read the good ones, you got to read the bad ones. It's not true. (laughs) I just read the good ones. I really find that the bad ones, they don't really speak to me in the same way. (laughs) Plus now Rotten Tomatoes has that little green thing to tell you which ones to stay away from. (laughs) Although every once in a while, a bad one will make it past my radar. I remember one bad one years ago. This is great. It said, Owen Wilson's on-screen persona has all the ambition of an old golden retriever laying next to a fire. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of got 
got worse from there. And, you know, to be honest, I probably have been guilty at times of coasting a little, taking my foot off the pedal, but I'll tell you what, when Daniel Day-Lewis retired and all that pressure landed on my shoulders, <laughs> everything changed. Yeah, so and he went on. He's really good. I'll link up the whole monologue on the Don and Steve Show links awesome. page if you want to check it out. But it was good. He was, he was really likable. And, you know, he, he went to military school when he was 16. He mentioned that in the monologue. And, uh, and I think he ended up going to six different high schools at one point. He was the, he said, classic middle child who was like, hey, look over here. I'm here, too. And that caused quite a few problems for him. So I bet there are a lot of friends of Owen Wilson who were in a, one of his high schools with him and just can't believe, cannot believe what he's become. Because he was the, he was the clown, yes, but it sounds like he just, I mean, not just a class clown. If you go to six high schools, yeah, that is a problem difficult. child that you say, okay, that person's, they're screwing up their life. They must be shocked at what he's become. So but he, it's not because he was a military brat or anything. It's because no. he screwed up. He was sent to military school by his father. Got it. Um, but wow. he came across. Wow. It's not how it works. Wow. They, he was really likable in the monologue. Have, listen, Donna and I haven't seen the rest of the show. We look forward to catching up on it at some point. It'll be great. Um, but it seemed like it got off to a good start. Yeah. So do you want to hear um, Saturday Night Live also uh, during Weekend Update paid tribute to Norm MacDonald, who mm. unfortunately passed away a couple of weeks ago um, from cancer that nobody knew he was suffering from. Yeah. Uh, here's what they had to say. It is a bittersweet night for us tonight. Yeah, on September 14th, our friend Norm MacDonald passed away. Norm is the reason that I ever wanted to do Weekend Update. And so tonight we thought we'd turn the last few jokes of Update over to Norm. Thanks, I'm Norm MacDonald and this is the fake news. <laughs> At the White House this week, President Clinton officially came out against same-sex marriages. What's more, the president said he is not too crazy about opposite-sex marriages either. <laughs> A French man who calls himself the Snake Man was arrested this week after climbing up the side of a Manhattan high-rise. Yep, he climbed right up the side of a high-rise. Just like a snake. <laughs> In a brilliant move during closing arguments, Simpson attorney Johnny Cochran put on the knit cap prosecutors say O.J. wore the night he committed the murders. Although O.J. may have heard his case when he suddenly blurted out, Hey, hey, easy with that. That's my lucky stabbing hat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way it is, folks. Oh, Good night. Oh, Good so funny. He really did just yeah. have a, a je ne sais quoi about yes. his delivery, you know, yeah. inimitable. Absolutely. Wow. Am I using all my thesaurus words right now? I love it. Je ne sais quoi and inimitable. Hey, hipster, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, yeah. Hookah? <laughs> well, I did uh, I did have a lot of... I had a big soccer tournament, so I watched about four or five soccer games. But I did catch up on a couple shows. I finished Starstruck on HBO. Did you ever watch that one, Donna, where the... Um, the woman had a one-night stand with the actor she didn't know was famous. I started it. Yeah. We it did, was that a series? It. it was about six 20-minute episodes. So. Yeah, hmm. I started it, and I it, because then they kind of fall in, fall for each other. Yes. He likes her, and she's not your typical um, Hollywood beauty, as they say. She's an average-looking woman. Right. Oh, should I finish it? I think so. My wife and I really enjoyed okay, it. Okay, Starstruck. Okay, and I got to watch it. And then we also knocked out a couple Lupin. What? Huh? Lupin. 
Lupin. Lupin. Is that L-U-P-I-N. a is that a uh, an Tony animated? In France is already you know making Lupin. fun of Lupin. Is that an animated situation? No, that family? is. Um, I thought we've talked about that one. That is, he plays kind of a thief who does who thieves for good reasons. Oh, oh like Robin, Robin Hood, Hood thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't care about that. Seasons. Get back to Starstruck. Where do I find that? It's on HBO Max. Thank you. That's um, all. Otherwise, yeah. And then watched a lot of football yesterday. So I also didn't watch SNL. Coming up at 11, I have a, uh, uh, a major squid game problem that we'll get to. I don't know when I'm going to be able to finish this thing. And I'll explain why. Okay. Uh, when we come back, by the way, pack show today, uh, we've got College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can play that at 1030 with us. It's Money Monday, uh, so we've got some good stuff coming your way at 1130, including how Facebook just wanted to make money off of us all along. When we come back, uh, two things. I did something yesterday for the first time in 19 months, and it felt so good and it was also so bad in the same experience. I don't need to know about your sex life. Donna! What? Don't. <laughs> Why are you like that? I don't know. Also, a mind-blowing sports statistic that has to do with testicles. This is scientific. Oh, no, 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 no. This is scientific and interesting. Uh, we'll get into it when we come back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. The Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Gotta let you know, we're going to give you a heads up coming up in the last hour of the show, hour three, a.k.a. 11 a.m. Between 11 and 1130, we're going to have a really cool giveaway for the Minnesota Wild Home opener next week. Isn't that exciting? so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, this is like, uh, this is a big ticket. This is no coffee tumbler. Exactly, Rocco. So we're going to give that away independently of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. So between 11 and 11.30 today, make sure you're listening if you're a Wild fan. Wonderful. Yay, us. In the meantime, this. Things that make you go home. Things that make you go home. Okay, I'm going to start with the thing that I teased, which is yesterday. For the first time in 19 months, I did this. Mm. Donna got her raunchy <laughs> guess out of the way. She got the laugh she came for. Any guesses as to what I did for the first time in 19 months? Mm. Vacuumed your car. Oh, I like that. That's a decent guess, Rocco. <laughs> that's a decent guess. That's what I did, but, you know. Oh, wow. What a I got get? my car washed as well. I didn't vacuum the inside. I just did that. Boy, if you ever need a detailing place, I got a detailing place for you in Eden Prairie. I forget the name of it right now, but it's the best my car has ever looked Far and away, my wife got a, as a present for me last year. For, Is it Mr. For, Car Wash? It's not Mr. Car Wash, and it cost a pretty penny. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It looks, no, 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 it looks amazing. And I've kept my car relatively clean ever since because it felt so darned good when it got detailed. That's awesome, Steve. Congratulations. Back to my thing I did. I'll tell you, since you guys aren't doing a good job of guessing it, I walked into a gym for the first time in 19 months oh, yesterday. That's what I'm going to do. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> I went to, I don't want to name drop, but I went to a, a big box. One of the big boxes out there. Here was the bummer, and then there was some positive. I really wanted to go for the hot tub. You know, I love bleeping hot tubs. I, I just want to be in a hot tub all the time. Mm-hmm. I love hot tubs. So I was like, this is great. I'm going to be in a hot tub. I walk in, check in. Oh, we haven't seen you in a while. You know, the normal shenanigans. And then I look into the pool room. And it says closed. Oh. And then I see people walking around in an empty pool, two empty pools, hot tubs drained. They are resurfacing all of the pools 
the hot tubs, everything. And so the hot tub is not going to be available till mid-October. I'll take your sympathy sigh right now. Okay. Do it. Sympathetic sigh. Oh, I know, sucks. but I know, but that that was just the, uh, the the whipped cream on the cake. I really went for the cake, which is getting workout. Can I just tell you guys this? Sure. First of all, it felt really good. Great. Really good to be back in a gym. I've been working out in my basement quite a bit. And God love the basement, but you know, when you, all you have are two dumbbells and YouTube videos, it can get a little stagnant. Being in a place where there are other people who were doing it, even if it wasn't group fitness, felt really good. And I'm just going to say one, like, you're going to think it sounds bro-y, but I just need to say it because it's my truth. I love lifting heavy weights, heavy for me. Like the feeling of your muscles straining anybody with me on this like when you feel your chest flexing or your biceps your triceps you're trying to push down the weight that feeling of exhaustion as you try to get to your last rep and complete it i really really love that arnold schwarzenegger it's funny donna donna you made a sex uh, life joke before the break arnold schwarzenegger said in the famous documentary from the 70s pumping iron that he enjoyed the pump that he gets in a gym when he's really just worked out really hard more than being close with somebody. I'll hang up and listen. That's sad. <laughs> That's pretty sad. Okay. But let's talk about just being in a gym. It just felt good. Don, I know you had wanted to go back to the gym for a very long time. You felt hesitant. Do you feel better? What, what do you feel like your barrier to entry is now? Um, the variant. Yeah. And having caught a cold, I'm a little afraid that things are a little more contagious. Sure. But I'm more of a winter workout person than a summer and spring. Okay. Like I want to get I want to get to the gym all winter long. In the so summer, when... I just don't want to have to I I just want to be outside, yeah. working in the yard, going for walks. Yes. Now I want to lift. Yes. And and kind of tighten up the booty, if you know what I mean. Squats, girl. That's the that's the, the yeah, highway. No, it doesn't work for D-Val. I think it would. I, listen, I worked out with a trainer for seven years. I never had a bubbly butt. Were you doing heavy squats? Because you never see a, a woman who does CrossFit consistently or a guy who does CrossFit consistently with a flat butt. They just don't have them because they're squatting all the time over there at these CrossFit yeah, places. Yeah, I just have to make sure I do it every day. Thank it's you. Tough. It's tough, Steve. Struggle's real, man. All right, so now I go to a statistic that I teased beforehand that is just uh, insane. It's almost uh, postseason time in Major League Baseball. Wild card games, I believe, start tomorrow. There's going to be a wild card game, I think, between the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees. That's a big deal. One uh, one game playoff. Anyway, here we go. In the Seattle Mariners, 44 years of existence. They've experienced more ruptured testicles than playoff appearances. They have had five players experience a ruptured testicle. What does that mean? They have only had four playoff appearances. (laughs) What does that mean? I don't know, but What does that mean, ruptured? Like split open? Like a ball hit it, maybe? So it just created trauma? It sounds like it. It, I mean, I'm squeezing my legs as I read the story. Me too. I feel like I can feel oh my word what is it a vein problem it looks like it is the first hit literally some blunt force striking this oh lord in heaven it's a rare 
complication oh. of trauma. Yeah. Does it show it? What does it look like? Is it's a, it, it is a rip or a tear in the word I can't pronounce. You want me to try it? Nope. Sure. Tunica albaginia. Albaginia. There's a lot of that word. Or ginea. Oh my word. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Why do you do that? Oh my word. Why? What is the matter with you? Oh my gosh. Because Donna. You're canceled. No, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Let me breathe for a second. If I faint and die in this closet. You better not make me look at any pictures. I'm not, but Rocco, as my fellow man, I don't even want to see a healthy one. Search ruptured testicle and click on images. I had no No. idea that would come up. I don't think I need to see a picture. I think. Oh my. Steve, you have a disease. Oh my gosh. What's wrong with you? Oh my gosh. Donna, I didn't think I would see what I just saw. I need you to be empathetic right now. No. I'm the one who has it in my memory now. But you did it to yourself. I will not be held accountable for this. When we come back, I caught up on the morning show and uh, new news for Natalie Morales. Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071 everything entertainment. Uh, You caught up on the morning show, Steve? I am not. What's your problem, man? Only one episode in. Oh, I don't know. I started watching the show that the world is watching together, which is called Squid Game, which I don't recommend. I'm just saying it's disturbing, <laughs> but still, that took over for me. And then we watched it a couple episodes of Ted Lasso, but we're like three behind there. It's easy to fall behind the pace. I know. It is. Well, I watched the latest episode. Uh, da, 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 episode three, I believe. And, you know, I I don't think it's as good as last season, but I'm going to, you know, wait it out. It, it, there are some, like, really interesting things that are happening uh, as far as the pandemic mm-hmm. and how it's not really being taken seriously by some producers. And there is a um, there is a member of the team who was in, I don't know if he was in China, Korea. Um, Somewhere in greater Asia. Yes. I believe he's in Korea. He's stuck there. Squid Game's in Korea. Oh, uh, no, wait. Uh, Shanghai? Shang? I don't know where he is. doesn't matter. But he's, you know, he's trying to get a live hit on the air every day. And they're like, yeah, sorry, the election was more important than this. And he's like, I don't think you understand how serious this is. So it's mm. kind of interesting to see how... Because I think it is a reflection of reality. Sure. That nobody was really thinking, like, you know, you're thinking mad cow disease, bird flu, all that stuff. You're like, yeah, yeah. they deal with that stuff all the time. It's not going to affect us. Right, exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. There is a little twist Ooh. Uh, between Bradley and mm, what's her name on the show? Jennifer mm. Aniston's character is. Oh, let's uh, call her Patricia. Patty. No. I don't remember. I don't want to call it that. Oh, and Juliana Margulies is now on the show, and it involves her. She plays... Oh, yeah. I haven't. I didn't get to where she comes into the show yet. She plays a very different character than what you're used to. Um, she plays a woman named uh, Laura Peterson, and she kind of comes in to stir the pot a little bit. And so Alex, that's her name, Alex. Alex. Alex Levy. Uh, so Alex and... And why am I forgetting all their names every time I say that? And Bradley. 
it's it's going to create a little something something there. I won't give any more information mm-hmm. other than that. Other than to say, I it's a little cheesy. Sure. You know. Yeah. So they dial up the drama there. And I find that you, there's quite a bit of it's quite a bit of overacting out there. And it's not even that oh. okay. Yeah. Here's what it is. I think they're showing the morning show in a way that you go, huh, these, this, these shows are pretty cheesy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They're all like, hey, guys, now we're going to make muffins. You know, and <laughs> hey, it's just Donna, so cheesy. We make muffins I on know, Twin Cities Live. Stand down. It's just very over the top. And it mm. makes me go, okay, I could probably do this job. You know, that's what everybody says, though. It is true. There is a lot of, you know, there's a lot of other things that go into it. I understand. The great danger of making something look easy, which the best of the best do. That is true. Then any Judy, Patty, or Kevin sitting on the couch say, I could do that. All they're doing is eating pasta. And then you put a camera on them and you're like, oh, sweet Lord in heaven. Yeah, it just, it's just... Almost, I'm almost embarrassed. <laughs> Not by the show, the morning show, but by the show within the show. Hmm. You know, and, and I could see where Bradley is coming from because she's wants to be a real journalist and she gets thrown into this position, which is obviously high profile. So, of course, you don't want to turn that down until you can get to do the job that you really want to do. Right. But it's so it's kind of interesting because there is an announcement about Natalie Morales today, who I look at as a real news person. Mm -hmm. And now Natalie Morales, who, you know, from Dateline with Lester Holt, uh, NBC News, um, Today Show anchor, which is the cheesy part. She is leaving NBC after 22 years. Yes. And she is going to the talk on CBS. Man, she's taking over for Carrie Ananaba's spot. I, I don't know what I think about this. I get why she would do it to some extent, but also news is always going to be news, right? It's always going to exist. Mm-hmm. The talk seems very risky. Because I don't know that that show is, you know, going to last for, you know, yeah, is it going to have the same kind of longevity? You know, but there's different ways to map out your career. One is for the place that has longevity. Okay, this will be around forever. I could just keep doing this. But then she may have viewed this from the other side of, or maybe I sign a two or three year deal with the talk and have fun in a different way that I didn't even realize I could have fun because Natalie Morales, to your point, having you know working on Dateline and the Today Show, uh, has covered a lot of hard news and newsflash, guys. It's hard. Talk to people who cover hard news for a living. That's yeah. hard. That's a hard thing to do because you carry around a lot of the the mental right. baggage of these really heavy stories. I think for her, it's a really easy decision because you know you've been there twenty two years. I think she it would be. Fair for her to assume her ascent up the ladder, so to speak, at NBC. She's probably at the top of that ladder because they've had a couple of Today Show anchor shifts yes. while she's been there during her 22 years. Uh, clearly, it's not who NBC wants to turn to to 
co-host the Today Show. Ann Curry came in when Natalie had a chance. Savannah Guthrie came in when Natalie had a chance. So you realize you're not going to get that position. You'll be the news correspondent standing somewhere half a world away. And I think there was a time when they had the... 9 a.m. hour, or maybe the 10 a.m., I forget what it was, the 9 a.m. hour, I think. And she was a more featured player on that. But I think she sees with the talk, A, you know she sees more money. There's more money there. We don't, Absolutely, we don't know that, but there's more money there. Because she's a great get for and, them. And then on top of that, she sees more FaceTime. And she sees, hey, Natalie, instead of her getting a note as she's standing in Rome to do a story on the Vatican, Instead of her hearing the night before from a producer, hey, we've got two minutes and 30 seconds for the entire hit. That includes your stand-up, the pack, the story, got it. and then your rap. Instead, they say, you know what? you got 60 minutes. We're going to talk about a variety of topics today, and you're not going to hear us rapping you in your ear all the time. I'll tell you what. I'm actually going to watch. To see how she gels? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I might record this and, and watch it because she is a legitimate um, source you know, her. I, I want to hear her opinion, especially as someone who has worked in the news department for so many years. Is, uh, forgive me, is the talk the one that Jerry O'Connell just went to? The Sharon, to uh, fill in for yes. Sharon Osbourne, right? Yes. Yeah, so they've had quite the, uh, quite the shift. But I get it. I get it for her. And again, you're right. The Today Show, excuse me. Steve is sneezing or coughing or I'm doing back. something. I'm back. warrior. The Today Show is going to be around forever. Uh, and the talk might be around for another three or five years. Ten would surprise us all. So, yeah, it's a shorter line. It's a shorter freeway that she's got, runway that she's got ahead of her. Yeah. But when you've done something for 22 years, I could get yeah. it where you're like, let me get to a different place. Even She's still a broadcaster, obviously, but it's like, take me to a different place let me do something different and and she will get to she'll get to talk so differently on the air because she won't be just brought in for a five-minute conversation you got 60 minutes of it every day and i think i I don't is she fun on the today show she is fun yep she is certainly fun uh but they have all it's funny because she has a very, I think, like a, you'd want to wake up and turn on your television and there's Natalie Morales. I thought she would have been more strongly considered in the past. Um, and nothing against Savannah Guthrie or, or uh, the Ann Curry experience experiment did not work. But she is, she has a fun side. She'll open up just fine there. It won't be like, how do we get this serious news person to be fun? Well, remember she did that on um, show with Seinfeld for a while, the marriage ref? Was, was that Seinfeld? Well, it wasn't really Seinfeld. It was Tom Papa. But Seinfeld um, produced it. Seinfeld produced it, mm-hmm. yes. And she was the person who would sit at the side and Google things. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if nothing else, doesn't that show you her appetite to do something outside yeah, of the world of news? Yeah. Uh, so again, Natalie Morales leaving the Today Show. She is going to do a couple more weeks there, leaving NBC, moving over to the talk. Sounds like it was a good enough exit. I mean, if you're gonna if you stay on the air after you announce that you're leaving, that's a sign that it's on, you know, as good of terms as it can be yeah, when you're yeah. when you're breaking up. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. I think it they'll was give fine. her a nice send off. Who who do you think will replace her? I don't care about the today show. I care about dateline. Hmm. I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. Damn it, Steve. What about you? You're the one who watches Dateline. I don't I know. Don't who know. are they looking I don't for? Know. And, and really, all they do is bookend it. You know, mm-hmm. they 
intro the story. They come in the middle and go, when we come back, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And yeah. then they go, that's Dateline for this week. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye then. Meanwhile, the reporter's out there spending weeks away from his or her family <laughs> getting the story together. I know, and they're getting all the glory. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you clucking, big chicken. I like it. I like it, too. What? Speaking of chicken, I, I used a... Uh, Hair dryer yesterday on chicken wings to dry them out before putting them on the smoker. Hmm. I thought of this hack in my head, and then I looked it up online and saw. Does anyone else do this? Somebody else said this is a good hack. I thought of a hack. I was the first to think of it, but I thought of it without being infiltrated. And it's to dry out your wings before you put them on the grill or the smoker. As dry as you can get them helps the skin to be crispier. You eat the <sighs> skin. Of a chicken wing? Yeah. Yes. Huh. I'm going to do the obligatory follow-up. You don't eat the skin? Well, I don't really eat chicken wings, but no. Like if I were eating a leg? Mm-hmm. I like Kentucky the... Fried Chicken, would you take off all the skin? Well, I guess not Kentucky Fried Chicken. I wouldn't, but yeah, I might. Yeah. Thank you. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Okay, uh, when we come back, it'll be time for if you see something, say something. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, as they divvy up things in the world of her divorce. Yeah, girl, go get it! Just got something that Donna is pumped about. Also, there was a couple who unknowingly purchased a home that has some real movie history. Would you be happy about learning this? Uh, we'll get into that. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Let's talk Kelly Clarkson divorce. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, so Kelly Clarkson is in the middle of a divorce. With Brandon Blackstock. Brandon Blackstock. And he's been living at their Montana ranch. And time to hand over the keys, bro. All right, cool it, Tom. Sorry. A judge ruled that Kelly gets to uh, to keep her $10.4 million ranch and two other Montana properties, since she's the one who paid for them. Donna. Mm -hmm. He's been living there since they split up in June of 2020. Um, I I don't know if you remember this, but they had been... Um, this could be why they're getting divorced. I don't think the the property it's uh the not the property, the structure itself, the home is very big. But during the pandemic, they were all hunkered down there. Those two, the two kids. Um Right. Yep. And he's been living there since they split up in June of twenty twenty. And he requested the ranch and the two other Monta- Montana properties to be considered marital property. And the judge denied that request. Keep in mind, this dude is getting $200,000 a month for spousal support, not child support. She's got primary custody of the two kids. I mean, come on, dude. 
I, I I bet his argument is like, well, I'm the one who hunts and I'm the one who wanted the property in Montana. But that's not how it works. That also might not have been his argument. I like it, though. I like to play. I like <laughs> right. to free, play pretends. Okay. 200 grand a month. I mean. I just can't get over so many numbers. There so many people are just so rich. Not so many people. Some people are so rich. Mm-hmm. And it's a staggering amount of money to think about every month. What if I said this month, Donna, you're getting $200,000. And next month, congrats on that last good month that you had. Uh, we're going to give it to you again. Also, looking ahead to the third month from now, mm-hmm. we will give you $200,000 <laughs> more. Mm-hmm. I like it. Keep going. What's the first? What's the, <laughs> Say more things. I'm using my calculator. Keep going. <laughs> I like the number I'm at. What's the first thing you would buy? or upgrade in your life if I said uh, for the next, <clears throat> excuse me, for the next three months, I'm going to give you a $200,000 check. Or the boss comes to you and says, that's going to be your monthly salary now. What's the first thing you'd upgrade oh, in your life? Oh, well, first of all, I would pay my mortgage. Just Okay, great. You'd pay it down. That'd be the first thing I did. Um, Get it, queen. Then I would do some remodeling at I, home. Let me, let me and then you. I would buy a nice car. Thank you. Those are all good thoughts. Thanks, Steve. Don't watch Discovery Plus right now. I'm not going to get into it. I want to talk with Dawn about it when she comes back tomorrow because I know she's a big Discovery Plus friend. She loves that channel. And she's probably watching weird ghost shows because she's weird. But I'm watching home remodeling shows like Chip and Joe's new fixer-upper. It's tough to watch those shows without looking around at your walls thinking we should tear that wall down. Yes, it is. Can we it, get a little peeling stick wallpaper right. for the love? And and sometimes when you go to someone else's house, you know, and it's nice and clean and you you just look around and you're like, I live in a garbage house. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, I'm disgusting. It really is. It does. I've actually seen a couple of people post blogs about no longer watching HGTV because they had nursed from the teat far too long and it had really skewed their sense of contentment right and you have to like you do have to be aware of that plus i love i love looking at houses i love a staged house when a house is staged beautifully it's great the only thing is you just have to realize for instance say you got a bunch of beautiful throw pillows oh maybe i bought some at costco on friday sue me Susie. but even if so when human beings sit down on it, pillows go on the ground. Throw blankets aren't always cutely calculated, disheveled over the corner of your bed or the couch. Can I tell you, couch. that's a guy thing, because that really bugs me when people move the pillows on the couch to sit. It's like, no, you sit there with the pillows. That's why they're there. <laughs> Hostess with the mostess, everybody. I just think it. I don't, I don't say it. I just think it. it's... What do you mean? Sometimes well, the pillow... Well, when people are just like dismissive of things that you put... But Donna, some, this is my point is, some of that's not practical. Pardon my French here, but you live alone. For the most roommate. part, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you live, so there's just less people on the couch at a time, and if you're stacking three human beings, some of these throw pillows have to go. You can put them up later and they look nice, but all four or six of these throw pillows are not going to work with the amount of human flesh we're trying to get on that. I think guys understand the concept of like making a bed. They just think sheet, blanket, <laughs> comforter, whatever. 
Here we go. Here comes our Paula nice. Poundstone routine, like, everyone. Make it look pretty. Don't just make the bed like you live in a dorm. I agree. <laughs> you know, I bought a giant fake snake plant from Costco. Yeah, pretty. Pretty. It adds, it adds a little something. I need a, I need a little knickknack upgrade in the house. There are some that just look like they were bought about five years ago because mm. they were, you know, and the trends have sort of changed. And you can get that crap cheap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you just go, go to Home Goods, goods yes, or At Home yes, and quick. spend 100 bucks, and you can overhaul all of you your betcha. things. Anyway, getting back to Kelly Clarkson. See, so she just recently got the $10.4 million um, Montana ranch. She had earlier requested that she be allowed to sell it because it was hard to keep up with the with the property and she's not even living there. You know, mm, Blackstock yeah. was living there and she just want, she said it was a financial burden to maintain it when it's only being used by him and the cost of maintaining the ranch are $81,000 per month. And that's what the court determined. Whoa. So, um, yeah, she has to pay $200,000 a month. That's just crazy. I know. I don't know. I don't. What do you want me to say? I don't know. You? I want, I just want you to feel bad for Kelly. I can't. Do it. Uh, no. Look, I get it. It's a lot of money, but you know, it's all about percentages. And I mean, he wasn't totally absent in terms of helping her right as they built uh a financial empire yeah but together. he wasn't making the money she was yeah but making. just because he's not the one who sings doesn't mean that he should walk out of there empty-handed at the end of it that's not how relationships work whenever people divvy up who's making more who's making less it could be a variety of reasons i have a friend who used to say cheaper to keep her <laughs> <laughs> there's your marriage counseling yep. for this morning ladies and gentlemen uh by the way there was a how uh, a couple that yes. unknowingly Purchased the house from The Exorcist. Well, it's the house what? that inspired the movie and the book, The Exorcist. Even it worse. was a kid, a 14-year-old boy who lived there, was allegedly possessed. And that is what the novel is based on. But the owners aren't too worried about it because they say, you know, demons aren't attached to locations. They're attached to people. They're things that wander. So she said, my odds of having a demonic possession in my house are just as equal as anybody's. Well, that's a nice yeah, spin on it. Yeah, you go with that. I'd be like uh, burning the place down. <laughs> and we'll be back Good night, right everybody. after this.